Hello, this is Comeback, this is Connor, this is episode 116. My guest today is Maud Berardelli. Maud is from Canada and she is the business development manager at winecellar.bn here in Saigon, Vietnam. We are going to discuss her work and more. Maud, welcome to Comeback. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. And you? <laughs> I'm not too bad, thank you. We do live in a crazy situation right now, but I'm just getting through it day by day. Exactly. There's nothing else we can do anyway, so. <laughs> Precisely. So, Maud, do you mind telling me a bit about your background? You are from French Canada, right? Yes, absolutely. So I'm from the province of Quebec in Canada, uh, the only French-speaking province as a first language. Uh, and I'm from the, let's say, the surroundings of Montreal City, as that's what people know most. <laughs> okay. And how come you ended up in Vietnam then? How long have you been here? Um, so I've been here almost four years. On Halloween will be my four-year anniversary. And um, I was only traveling. I came with my backpack, but I ended up never leaving. So I haven't even been back to visit in four years now. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just needed a, a break, let's say, uh, in, uh, in my career. I was ready for the next step back home, but the next step was pretty much unattainable for my age. I was 27 at that time. Um, so I always wanted to travel. So I decided why not leave for maybe a year or two without a plan and see what happens. I started with Vietnam and stayed here. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about Vietnam that made you stay here? Good question. <laughs> um, actually, my dad has been living here for, I think, about six years now. Uh, he was doing back and forth like summer in Canada and then Canadian winters in Vietnam. Um, and about Two years ago now, if I'm not mistaken, he got married to a very nice Vietnamese woman. Um, and so, of course, with the pandemic, too, he's been kind of stuck here. Um, so, yeah, that's why I started with Vietnam. Actually, he was coming back at the same time as I was leaving to travel. So I decided to start with Vietnam. Oh, awesome. And let's get into the work then, Maud. Uh, what yes. type of work do you do? You are at winecellar.vn. Uh, what work do you do? Yes, uh, well, I'm. so my title is a very nice title to kind of say that I'm a, a sales executive, let's say. Um, I am in charge of mostly the expats uh, channel for Horeca, which is uh, short for hotel, restaurants and cafes. Um, so basically, I sell wine to restaurants, hotels, bars, and cafes in Saigon, uh, in the south of Vietnam eventually, but at the moment only Saigon, uh, because I started about four or five months ago now, and uh, half of it has been uh, in a kind of lockdown. So, <laughs> Yeah, of course. Uh, you cater primarily to expats. Yes, exactly. So uh, we are a little back ground story of our company we are a 100% Vietnamese owned company uh, so compared to all the other wine suppliers importers that are mostly uh, foreigner owned um, and so we were mainly 
based on the Vietnamese market at first, uh, but since, especially in Saigon, there's such a huge expats F&B market. Uh, at first, there was only one expat working for the company, and then the company was just growing so, so fast that they also hired me. So now we are a team of two uh, sellers for the expats F&B community. Okay, and... Let's go into the F&B. Was this something that you had done previously in Canada and then brought to Vietnam or did you pick it up here? Uh, no, totally. This is my industry. So back in Canada, I studied in a, well, it's a business management degree, but uh, specialized in hospitality management. Uh, to be honest, back there, I was uh, more working in hotels. My last job was to be a manager of a hotel. Um, because restaurant condition is not the best either back in Canada, especially salary-wise. Um, so when I started working here in Vietnam, uh, obviously it was a little bit more difficult to get to the hotel side since I did not speak Vietnamese at that time. Um, so I slowly started in, in bars and restaurants and made my way up to the supplier side. <laughs> Okay, awesome. And how come F&B was the industry you chose to go into, if I may ask you? I'm very, very passionate about uh, people. <laughs> I really love uh, the social interaction and um, how food and beverages make people so happy and connects people as well. Um, so honestly, I think I was always at my happiest when I was serving my clients in restaurants and having conversation with them, discovering people. I made so many good friends, actually, through my restaurant jobs. Um, and yeah, it's just there is something I think it's difficult to describe, but F&B people will know what I'm talking about. There is something that is just in us. Uh, we're very, very passionate about this, but also a little bit crazy because at, I think at one point it comes to the fact that we live to please people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that is actually quite an interesting take on it. You do literally go out of your way to make people feel better. But with that, does, exactly. it, does it come its downsides? Are there ever points where I don't know, you'll get complaints or criticism and you think, is this really worth it being in this industry? Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, I think F&B is probably one of the most difficult industries since all relies on expectations of your clients mm. and the perfect quality of food and service. Um, and let's be honest here also, especially coming from Westerners, Perengers restaurant, right? Mm. Um so yes, there are downsides. There are some people that can be very unhappy or um, sometimes even entitled. Uh, but I cannot say that it happened a lot to me. So <laughs> it's not a it's a beautiful industry to be in. But like every other industry, of course, there's some bad sides to it. <laughs> yeah, of course. And with that, have you worked in any other countries uh, except for Canada and Vietnam? Actually, I haven't, no. <laughs> okay, that is still okay, because I'm wondering, what's it like in Saigon? I mean, it's such a vibrant, vast city, which I would probably class as quite crazy 
with the yeah. amount of things that go on. What is it like working in FNB here? You have so many Western outlets to cater for. How is the whole experience of working in F&B in Saigon? It is such a beautiful industry in Saigon, honestly. Um, I've never seen something like that in my life before. I feel like we live in a small village where everybody knows everybody and supports each other as well. Um, here, I would say for most of... Uh, let's say foreigners restaurants, right? Because I cannot talk about all the little like street food stalls. Um, but for the, the foreigner F&B community, it's just such a beautiful thing to witness. Um, people really support each other, recommend each other. Uh, they go drink and eat at each other place. They hang out together. Um, pretty much everybody is very close friends with other restaurant managers or owners or uh, just for example in in my industry of wine supplying um, I would say that most of our best friends are working for competitors suppliers mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's so it's it's really a, it's really a beautiful industry yes and uh, people are amazing and you can see that everybody's passionate about the same thing so it brings us all together yeah what, how does Saigon differ to Canada? You touched upon it, um, I believe, uh, a few minutes ago, mentioning that maybe the restaurants aren't the cleanest in Canada. How, what, are, what do you think the main difference is, well, from your experience of the Saigon F&B scene compared to the one in Canada? Yeah, um, well, of course, it's been four years now, right, that I'm not in Canada anymore, so I don't know if the industry changed a bit. Um, but how it works in Canada is that um, waiters and restaurant staff uh, are paid under the minimum salary uh, because they are expected by the government to make tips and uh, they also have to declare their tip which is if I'm not mistaken uh, about the 25% of your revenue that mm. the government thinks um, so if people don't tip you good um, you're you're almost paying to serve your clients you know and it's very very difficult to be able to make good money because you live on your tip the salary that you receive in your bank account uh, every week or two weeks is extremely low so it's just to say that it's there but basically you live with your tip um, so in Vietnam of course uh, let's not get into uh, salaries and minimum salaries and stuff <laughs> like this or hours worked right because of course I probably work much more hours here than I would back in Canada um, but I think that the fact that it's such a beautiful community and passionate community um, and that the clients I, I don't know it's like a vibe and a feeling you know clients are just so happy all the time to come eat and talk with you and it's it's a very positive industry to be in here in Vietnam, in Saigon. Absolutely. Yeah. So that brings me nicely, well, not nicely, to the next point, <laughs> which is um, any challenges faced. For example, right now and the last 18 months, everybody has faced a challenge as a result of the obvious pandemic. But I can imagine it's particularly difficult for those in the F&B industry. 
So what challenges have you faced then in your career so far with F&B, particularly the last year and a half? Um, well, I would say on the restaurant side, it's really about the fact that they keep having to close all the time. Um, so it's a lot of, of uh, money lost but also the employees uh, not every restaurant work the same some are lucky enough let's say to have the resources to keep paying their staff but not all of them and uh, the first wave or two were kind of still okay but now with this wave people are really arriving at the end of, of their savings as well you know um so I think now it's really, really hurting restaurant because you still have some fees to pay like rent that are extremely expensive for restaurants in Saigon. Um, and yes, trying to help your staff to survive during these times because they don't, they're not working. Um, and now for the supplier side like me, well, obviously me, all my clients are closed right now, right? So I cannot sell wines to any bars or restaurants or hotels. Um, so luckily for me, I'm also allowed to sell to what we call the retail clients. Mm. So private clients. And um, so we really, really switched everything to our Facebook social media marketing side. And uh, we're trying to reach out to private clients in order to still make a little bit of revenue. Okay. I see. Yeah. And, um, I suppose the next question, it, it relate. obviously this has been a difficult period with the, uh, with the pandemic, but for anybody looking to get into this industry of F&B, based on your experiences, what advice would you give those aspiring to start out in F&B? Um, <laughs> keep your smile, be nice, be happy. Um, don't be shy to be yourself too, because... Obviously, your style will not fit everywhere, right? Mm. I think that me personally, maybe I would not be suitable for a five-star hotel or high Michelin star restaurant um, because I'm, I'm a person that loves to laugh, to have talks with my clients, to be a little bit more relaxed. Um, but that worked really, really well for me in my previous uh, restaurants job. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, don't be, don't be scared to be yourself. Um, but also don't get discouraged because it's not an easy industry, but you can get there if you're really passionate. People will see that you're passionate. The right people will see it and you can go far and it can opens up so many opportunities for you like you see now I'm working on the supplier side I'm selling wine um I think I could not have thought of that before you know yeah of course and that, yeah towards the end of the conversation mud we did um we mentioned the things you like about it about your industry and the work you do uh, I suppose the next question I'm not sure if it's difficult or not why do you feel that the work you do is important? Yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, I think obviously it's, it might not be an essential need, right? So that's a difficult thing too, because our jobs rely on, um, let's say, people treating themselves to 
a great bottle of wine or going to eat at a restaurant instead of cooking at home. Um, so uh, that can be quite challenging, but at the same time, uh, people rely on us to make them happy, to, to serve them in a way as they feel like they are very important. Um, so no, we're not essentials, but maybe we are kind of essentials to people's happiness and uh, feeling good. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the final question that I always leave the guests on, this might be tricky for you to answer given the current um, complications, shall we say. What are the aims for the future? What would you look to achieve going forward? Um, well, of course, I, for me, I, I started very recently working for, for this wine company, right? Um, so I think I still have a lot to uh, learn and develop in this industry. Um, so on my personal side, I aim to um, take more wine course, uh, more sommelier course, maybe my WSET as well. And um, I don't know. I, 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 really, I really live like to enjoy the present moment. <laughs> yes. I don't necessarily see what the future brings me. Uh, of course, now it's very uncertain time. So I love my life in Vietnam. I, at the moment, I cannot see myself anywhere else. Um, but hopefully with all the uh, experience, professional experience that I gained here in the last four years, uh, if ever I have to go back to Canada or somewhere else in the world, it can help me uh, keep growing and uh, getting a high uh, job title or position, let's say, in the same F&B industry. Absolutely. Where can we find out more about what you do on social media, Mod? Um, well, my Facebook is the main thing that I use at the moment. So it's uh, just my full name. Otherwise, I also have my Instagram with the same exact name. So Maud Verde. Um, so I'm not, I'm honestly, I always call myself a grandma. I'm born in the wrong, uh, in the wrong time. I'm not good with technologies and stuff <laughs> okay, like this, uh, okay. uh, but I'm, I do aim to develop a little bit more on this side, especially if we are stuck in lockdown for a long time. I was thinking of maybe creating some little like wine capsules and stuff like this to, to educate people and yeah. <laughs> let's see <laughs> yeah let's see sounds great but mud can i say thank you very much for your chat today i appreciate your time and congratulations on all you've achieved so far i wish you all the very best going forward and yeah let's hope this situation subsides reasonably soon well thanks to you for inviting me here and uh yeah i wish you the best too and i hope we'll get through this uh, quickly <laughs> absolutely take care mud Thank you, Connor. Take care.